the Midwest is freezing. It is the middle of January. Coldest snow we've ever seen. But the NBA world is heating up. Big trades are happening. And this is the Rockets thought. Uh, how is that for my first son being the intro? I don't Damn. know how to feel about you it. Basically, Probably not great. You, you basically just did what I do every single time. <laughs> 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 this third, The third rock from the sun is crazy not hot. But you know what it is? The six. The six is yep. on fire right now, dude. Pascal Siakam was traded about 100 minutes ago, I would say. A little over an hour and a half to the Indiana Pacers in the three-team deal that also sent Bruce Brown, Jordan Nawara, and three Pacers first-round picks to the Raptors. Kyra Lewis and a 2026 Pelicans second-round pick was sent to the Pacers to make the money work. Kyra was sent to the Raptors, and the pick was sent to the Pacers to make the money work. So they offloaded Kyra's $5.7 million expiring. The first-round picks from Indiana are their own 2024 and 2026 unprotected, as well as a 2024 first that's the least favorable of Utah, Houston, the Clippers, and the Thunder. So basically, whichever team has the best record is the team that Toronto gets the pick from. So that'll be the Clippers or Oklahoma City, and it'll probably be, what, like 24, 28 range? Uh, yeah, something like that, I guess. But before we do all this, do you want to get into our locks? Yep. So that was the news of the day. And as you know, if you listen to any other episode, and if you don't, now you will know. Me and Kia predict at the start of every episode some random, massive, hot take lock that's guaranteed to happen. And at the end of the season, we're going to score them up and see who knows more about basketball. Yeah, basically. So what's your lock today, Hush? I'm going to let you go first. Oh, okay. I got, and usually we try to do something related to what we're talking about on the episode. So today, because the Pelicans technically were in that trade by giving up Kyra Lewis, I will say that the Pelicans make the second round, and I'm locking that in, even though, like, it doesn't really have to do anything with the trade, but I'm guaranteeing they make the second round. That is the most anti-Kyra Lewis thing that's probably ever been said. <laughs> that's so disrespectful. No, I like Kyra Lewis. This has nothing to do with that. I really do, too. I wanted the Suns to pick him instead of Jalen Smith, who is now a – he was a reach um, in that draft class and who is now conveniently an Indiana Pacer. All right. Yeah. I am going to do something that is – actually relevant to the news as much as i didn't want to we were talking about basketball lately and i said that i predicted james harden to win finals mvp but we got to wait for the clippers to make something happen in order to do that so my prediction is that pascal siakam walks away in free agency that this is a rental strictly really thank you for giving me a free win on one round because See, you're so you're so confident in it, and this will lead us into the discussion, which is perfect. Um, the messaging, all leading up to the Pascal Siakam trade for about the past month, is how he doesn't want to re-sign with any of the teams that he could be traded to, and he really wants to test free agency. And I thought that was generally a bluff, and I thought that he was saying that because he wanted to get the five-year Supermax that only Toronto could offer him. Any other team that trades for him has his bird right, so they can offer more but they can't offer that fifth year on the max. So it's still worth it to trade for him, and that's kind of what the Mavericks did when they traded for Kyrie's expiring last 
trade deadline. But I think for sure Siakam wanted that 50, and that's the main reason he wanted to stay. But I do think that testing for agency is real, and I have no idea what this man wants. Like, he is so not even shut in because we've been hearing his thoughts, but like unpredictable. Does he want to win because he was like kind of the fourth best player on the team that he won a championship with? Does he want to have a bigger role? Does he just want the biggest bag? Is he going to like playing with Tyrese Halliburton? Like, does he want this much cardio leading the league in pace? His numbers are going to look awesome. I think he'll enjoy Indy, but I don't know, dude. Like I was just telling you, the Sixers are going to have like 60 million in cap space. And they wanted Seattle. Like I expect the Sixers to get a star. I expect them to be the number one free agent signing, unless they make a deal for someone like Levine. Who is a free agent this year? Don't know. Won't pretend to. I know like Buddy Heald is an expiring, Bruce Bowen is an expiring, stuff like that. Gordon Hayward. Obviously Siakam, <laughs> Siakam, Gordon Hayward, DeMar DeRozan. Um, James Harden got his deal, so he's not expiring anymore. Um, I expect Paul George to get his extension soon since Kawhi just got his three for 152, I think. Wait, is but they Tobias's had left. contract coming off? Is that yeah, Tobias is, yeah, that's where wow. they get the $40 million from. So Tobias isn't expiring. I'm interested wow, to see his next that deal. the end of an era. Kuzma got like... 490, I think. So, what's Tobias gonna get like 355? <laughs> yeah, I have depends no idea. on depends on the next few months in the playoffs. Shaq said that Tobias is good enough to be the third on a champion, and he doesn't want the Sixers to make a trade Honestly, on TNT last night. Which I, I love to be Harris. the third on a champion. Yeah, I love him. But, I think he could be the third on a championship, but I think he needs a better one two ahead of him. Yeah, I. I just think the Sixers' offense has to be more, like, dynamic for the playoffs. But anyway, don't have to get to that. Uh, yeah, let's get back onto the Pacers so, and the Raptors. Yeah, so I don't think Siakam will be leaving. I feel like there's no way the Pacers do this. Three first-round picks is a lot. And Bruce Brown is also a very good player. I don't think they do this. quote-unquote, first-round picks. All three of them are going to be in the 20s. Yeah, but still. Like, we've seen... One thing we've learned from the past, I don't know, five, seven years about the NBA is teams really value first-round picks, no matter what. Yeah. Honestly, I would say they value them way too much, but kind of... Like, most trades, I feel like, don't take into account the actual value of the first. Because the first, it's not even... it As a trade asset, first-round picks aren't seen really as, like the pick you're getting it's just seen as the asset itself you feel me yeah yeah you're just calling it this many frps which i think yeah, also exactly. in the past few years we've been grading like in football it's just like oh he's worth a first he's worth a second he's worth two-fourths but we're talking like quality picks trash picks like someone like the wizards would never trade their unprotected first round pick because that's not a first round pick like that's a cornerstone like that's a top yeah. five pick, which is worth two or three firsts. But the thing about it is usually the team that's trading first like that, then those firsts become less value by trading them because the point of trading for the first is to get better as a team and then you get a worse pick. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. it's a weird one. But yeah, yeah I don't think that's they traded for him. 
that it was the Pacers first. Just it was important that it was the Pacers first round picks because now they're sitting at 18. They'll probably be at 20-ish, maybe 21, 22 with this trade, which the Raptors knew going in. And in 2026, Halberd is going to be at the peak of his powers. And if Siakam's there, he'll be like 31, which is probably the peak of his powers damn near, considering how late players prime now. Yeah. And so I think they don't do this unless they know that Siakam's staying. I saw a thing from his agent that, like, oh, Siakam's very excited for his future here. Just one of those things. It just makes too much sense to me as a fit, like, player and team mm. for them to not just see it through, in my opinion. Yeah, and he could come I back. I if I could bet on that. If I could, on I would bet his on his 2024-25 team. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty what I'm interested in, in is, do you expect him to test free agency, or do you expect him to get extended? between now and July 1st. The like Kyrie tested free agency, but a lot of times a team will trade for a player and immediately agree. You think so? Yeah. He's got the Pacers I over think. a barrel. I don't know what his four-year max is right now. I just, because also, the only thing is, do the Pacers, no, they probably do want to get the max, because like, what else are they going to do with it? And the, the cap is about to go up. And also the thing about the Pacers is they're in a really good situation where they have so much, so many assets and young pieces that like they can build from here. If Matherin becomes what he looked like for the first 20 games of his career, then Halliburton, Siakam, Matherin should be a championship contending big three. If yeah. not... They could always make a bigger move with they had Matherin, Toppin, Jalen Smith, Drace Walker, who I saw people saying he's going to be a top five player from the draft last yeah, year. Yeah, I don't know about that. Supposed to be one of the best drafts ever. I mean, he's not going to be that, but supposed to be a very good player. They have so much that it's kind of like I. It just makes too much sense for it to not be seen through. Yeah, I think Though that they have, have a really big logjam of these type of forwards. Yeah, I expect them to make another consolidation trade and get a third star, probably of middling value. Like they could get Zach Levine right now if they wanted to, um, for basically free. The only difficult part would be salaries, but very easily it could be Miles Turner, Aaron Neesmith, and someone kind of interesting like Jalen Smith and Isaiah Jackson. I'm just saying you oh, could. I oh, God. I expect either Miles Turner or Siakam is not in a Pacers uniform next season. That really? one is, feel... that one is not bold enough, I think, to be a lock, but I would guarantee that. I really disagree. I feel like the Pacers have come to really love Miles Turner and he's kinda I think his offense think has finally time. gotten I think his offense has gotten to where we would want it to be finally. And his defense should be able to take a step back to where it was because it was better before than it is now. Next is Siakam and stuff like that. I'm really excited for this team, honestly, with Siakam. I think they're going to be... 
I don't know. They really have a lot of they're a very dynamic team, I should say. Because you have one of the craziest just creators in the NBA, one of the people who just really trust with the ball in his hands. And now they have so much size, so much athleticism, but a lot of skill at this size, you know? With Siakam and all the guys we named that Jay Jackson, Jarace Walker, Obi Toppin, mm-hmm. Jalen Smith, all of them. It's guys that you can trust to actually do things. They're not just gonna catch the ball. And so yeah, I don't See, know. I'm really excited for the Pacers team. I kind of disagree with that. I'm not very impressed with Obi Toppin. I think he's just a replacement level player who can jump pretty high. He hasn't taken any of the leap that they really wanted him to in a contract year. And Isaiah Jackson, I think, is a pogo stick, but I think he's probably capped out as a bench player. A really good one, though. Like, he blocks shots, and I really like his defense, and his second jump is so nice that he'll probably turn out to be a plus rebounder. Uh, Jordan War is out in this deal. I just expect them to consolidate and try and get a third piece for a big three because, like you said, they're so log-jammed up front. Like Obi Toppin, Jairus Walker's already spent time in the G League, which is crazy. But with Obi, Jairus Walker, Jalen Smith, and Isaiah Jackson, you've got four true power forwards on the team, and you just added Siakam. And then you've got Miles Turner is kind of the only true five. And that was true before the deal. And I say true five loosely because Miles Turner is not like if it's a Zubats or Jonas Valanciunas or Steven Adams or anybody like that. And I'm interested if they run Siakam at the five. I don't know if I would do that because it's pretty light on rebounding. But also I think when you're playing with this pace and Miles Turner is not a plus rebounder anyways, that you're not very concerned about rebounding. But I just think they have so many bigs and miles turner is their biggest salary that's tradable left now that bruce brown is out the door he makes 21 this year and 20 next year i would expect him to be gone and maybe it's for someone else and then a throw into the deal is someone like a daniel tice like a fine center but you get them like andre drummond if they were to get zach levine like andre drummond could come with something like that I would expect I that they're not done. And that's why I think either Turner will be gone um, because Siakam and a medium big works out or Siakam at the five works out. Um, and then they have to use him to make a different deal work. Or like I said, I think Siakam will walk. And if that's the case, then he's the one that's not there. Miles Turner stays put and they try a different angle. What a horrible trade this will be if Siakam walks, by the way. I think, that would just okay. be terrible. <laughs> so value three for literally nothing. Value wise, I don't know. They could win a playoff series now. Value wise, what do you think of this as a Raptors fan? I think it's ten out of ten. I want to spoil my answer. I think the Raptors did awesome. Um, I don't know. I don't love it, but I think it's just kind of like the standard deal, so it's fine. You know what I mean? What's funny I, is. If they waited until free agency, signed him to the big deal that any team who would sign him to did, I think his value would have been less. Like if he was suddenly on a deal yeah, for four, agree, four one ninety, like Zach Levine. I mean Zach Levine's negative value right now, but is he negative value because he was signed to that? If Pascal was on a four one ninety deal right now and asked for a trade, like they would have gotten less, right, or about this much. 
because of the heft of that deal. So it's funny, like you want to have two or three manageable years on the deal or be on an incredibly like low value steel contract like Wendell Carter Jr. got or someone like that where you're locked into reasonable that's never going to make you overpaid. So I think because of that, they did really awesome. Um, yeah, it's a good point. I didn't think about that. I, you know, I would have liked to get at least one piece that I can feel yeah, really happy I would have. I would have wanted a young player really bad. But I think Bruce Brown... Especially because... Is, yeah, Bruce Brown is great. But especially just because of what we were talking about, how many they have to give. Like The Pacers? The Pacers yeah. yeah. And all they ended up sending out saying, was Jordan Nawara. Exactly. Would they not have been fine with saying, take your pick between... Jalen Smith, Jarrace Walker, not take your pick, but like get not one of Walker, but yeah. hijacked. But just like the idea that they have five of these guys, I'm yeah, sure the Raptors could have gotten one of them. Now in the space, maybe the Raptors just don't want big forward. <laughs> yeah, guys. they're just Masai Ujiri is just totally done with <laughs> they that, that experiment. <laughs> yeah, because in two weeks they've traded away OG, Precious Achua, and Siakam. Which is Siakam's your star four, Achua's a four point five, and OG's like your pure three, three point five. Like they need someone to just play size and be really bad. Honestly, like Thad Young, is he about to stop getting his DMPCDs? Oh, maybe they're well. They could just I was gonna say playing up Jakob Pertl's value is going to be a good move because he's probably not a long term piece. But you sent that first for him. And now you Why did they don't do want to get because they were the all in, man. On that what? was a bad deal, and the Thad Young deal was bad too. The like Raptors a year, are the a year before kings. that. The Spurs just owned them. They're the kings of nailing the big things, and really just fucking up the small things. I feel like. Yeah, exactly. Like we'll the OG the... trade was good. The Siakam trade was good. But the Pirtle trade was terrible. The Thad Young trade was terrible. The Kawhi trade walk for nothing. Yeah, very yeah. weird. But yeah. I, I'm very excited for the Raptors. I think I Bruce think... Brown is going to be an underrated get. I think he might make this a four first round pick haul because he's yeah, really going to have contenders foaming on the mouth, and a 22 million dollar um, expiring is really valuable. Like, 22 yeah. is a lot, dude. Like, that's more than Davis Bertans makes, right? Remember how bad that, his deal was? Being able to get off of that. Very sad. Yeah. But not only that, he's a good player. Exactly. Like, a very good like, player. He can he's easily. He's proven. He's versatile. And now he's got a three ball. Team. Yeah. He is. So, actually, that's an interesting idea, looking for teams for Bruce Brown. Yeah. We don't need to do that right now, but. Yeah. Like, that's he's what. Be a big, the Clippers thought Terrence Mann and or PJ Tucker would give them in one player. Yeah. Like if the Clippers are all in on this season, maybe they're the Bruce Brown team. Like that's what a team like that needs. That's what every contending team needs. And so you know I think Caruso is going to get a late first. Huh? Who? I think the Cavs would if the front court wasn't so weird offensively. Yeah. But... If I could buy him as a legit five or six attempts a game, three point shooter then he'd be really nice for the Cavs. But you're yeah. going to be able to get – they'll be bidders, right? And you'll be able to yeah, get something for, sure. for him. And he's shot like shit from three this year. 
um, on the same amount of shots as last year, down from 36 to 32.7. But I think they're going to do everything in their power to create him the most wide open looks, try and turn him into Grady Dick for like fifth, not even 15 games. How many games until the deadline? 12. That's pretty close. Yeah. No, is so the deadline that, after All-Star? Yeah, so it's like 18 days into February. I think it's the second weekend of February. Yeah. Like the weekend after the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Oh, but the yeah, Super Bowl has moved back now because the NFL added a game. But regardless, 10-something games, Bruce Brown's going to get the best three-point looks he's ever gotten in his life. And then Toronto will get like a pick between 25 and 40 for him. And you can add that to this hall in addition to totally clean books now. Um, yeah. Depending on what they take back, which is incredible for a guy that was not going to be on your team opening day next year. Anyways, I think that's an absolute home run. Um, I think Kyra Lewis is nice because they needed someone to ball handle. I know I they really, really wanted Andrew Nemhard, but at the end, because obviously he's awesome. Um, I have some good Raptors friends tell me that Nemhard is better than Benedict Mather, and that's who they would have preferred. And like, shout out Trey Heath. Like, y'all know basketball a lot. I trust you. And you got Kyra Lewis, who plays point guard. Shout out to Raptors Republic. And that's something. He's young. He hasn't gotten a fair shake, and maybe he could show something and be a second contract guy. Yeah, between <laughs> him and uh, Malachi Flynn, I would really like to see one of those guys be something. Yeah, yeah, I don't think Malachi Flynn was in the OG trade. He's on the Knicks. Was he? Yeah, I wonder. He's probably on Westchester Knicks, though. Oh yeah, my bad. He's played five games for the Knicks at five minutes a game. I didn't even. I completely forgot that. Okay, my bad. Yeah. Well, I hope that Kyrie Lewis can be something for them, though, just because. Yeah. I mean, they have Quickly now, but the guard talent has just never been there on this team. Yeah, and Quickly, I don't know about point guard, whereas Kyra Lewis, point guard's his outright position. But Quickly's been insane. Yeah, exactly. Quickly, like, like absolutely insane, dude. He's averaging four, I'm sorry, 5.0 dimes this year after 3.4 being his career high and 2.5 Yeah, and I mean, with RD and Scotty, he could definitely be your point guard, but... Yeah. Then you could have Kyra be like an actual point guard off the bench. I like that dynamic a lot. Yeah, because they've never had that. Part of the reason why Fred Van Vliet had to play 40 minutes a night, like besides Nick Nurse terrorism, they had no one else who could dribble the ball. But yeah. now they got Scotty. Like having Scotty and quickly is so nice because you can do a lot with your point guards. And Dennis Schroeder is another one who's probably going to be out the door. And I wonder what they're going to do with him. I really like the yeah. Raptors' future, like really fast. Yeah, I think they God. held. It was so like, they depressing. held way too long on OG and Siakam, but like yeah. they're looking mighty handsome, dude. Like this trade got you the draft ammo, and then the Knicks trade got you the young players. Like yeah, combine just, the two I things, you really got all these picks got, plus quickly. And I do wish they got a player from the Pacers. Though I kind of can't believe they didn't. Yeah. But, I get it though. Like draft maneuverability yeah, isn't attached to salaries. Trade. Like now they can make more trades in more different ways. And I honestly don't know that they will unless they want to really trade up for their guy or stack all their picks and trade up for a Cooper Flag a year from now. Because I expect them to be Lotto this year and probably Lotto next year. 
regardless of Scotty yeah, Barnes' jump. Sure. I just don't think – For sure. Unless Scotty becomes a first-team All-NBA or next season, he's not going to have the help to drag this team to the playoffs by themselves, which even SGA couldn't do. SGA was first-team last year and missed the playoffs. Yeah, no, I would be very shocked if they make – I'd be very shocked if they make um, playoffs in the next two years. But they're more ready than a rebuilding team. Like This is a very good – Right now, it's easy to say because it's the front of it. You've got optimistic they kind of started their rebuild. But yeah, this is a rebuild on the fly, like man. Got you've got, yeah, you've got twenty-four-year-old RJ and IQ like playing obviously the best basketball of the lives because their lives because they're so free. You got the Scotty Barnes leap at the same year, and now you've got these picks in the window where you can go and get another guy and never fully bottom out, and have all your guys be twenty-five or under. Like, I don't know yeah, who their exactly. next guy is. Like, maybe it's Jalen Green. It's probably not Jalen Green, but, like, oh, Jalen Green. <laughs> I've been hearing a lot of people say Jalen Green's, like, going to be the odd man out. And, like, I don't I know mean, if you want IQ, Jalen Green to be your backcourt of the future. IQ's such a good defender. Who knows what Jalen Green would be like? like. Player. We're on the Rockets. the Rockets, guys. Yeah, he has looked like the yeah. worst one. It'll be so funny. Shout if out to letting... above Jalen Green on my board for that draft. Dude, class. imagine Fred Van Vliet walks for nothing to Toronto just to get Toronto their final piece Jaylen in Jalen Green, Green yeah. because Van Vliet <laughs> took the ball out of his hands. <laughs> Jalen Green and Houston has just been a terrible match. Those two don't go well together, and I can't wait for him to be freed. But like, I can really see that happening now because of the assets they had. You tell me, like a team like the Rockets wouldn't trade that for three picks and something, right? Three picks, Grady Dick, four Wait, picks because the Raptors have their own. Doing anything? No, he's been a lot of Raptors nine oh five, I think. Which, yeah, that's what I thought. Like he was pretty weird. far away, and players like him don't shine in summer league. But he looked far away in summer league. Like Corey Kispert in a terrible summer league. And then in year two you was like one of the best years guys alive. That are supposed to, Yeah, you're you don't expect guys that are supposed to come in and be shooters to not be something right away. I feel like. Yeah, because they're so dependent on everything else, um, and they've got to get their feet the under them. Ever. Yeah, exactly. Plus, the line is deeper, and that doesn't mean any. That doesn't mean nothing, low key. But yeah, Grady Dick's averaging three point three points, twelve minutes per game on twenty eight. 24 shooting yeah. 100% from the free throw line though on like 16 I think he's 16 for 16 from the free throw line this year so he's going to be Raptors 905 for a while but like yeah a first round pick who's like a real player and then four more first round picks that can get you the extra building block if you don't want to wait I could see the Raptors being really active right now they're all of a sudden. Yeah, the Raptors should be active. They should try to get one more guy to make it like a real core. Yeah, but I wouldn't mind them the, being patient. That's kind of hard to find. Things that they got. Yeah, that's hard to find because most teams aren't going to give up a real young core player unless yeah. they're getting something huge in return, and they kind of offload all their big assets already. But I mean, the Jalen Greens and the Jaden Ivies of the world. I expect them to get one of those. Um, Wendell Carter Jr. could be freed up because of how well Goga's been playing in Orlando. Um, stuff like that. Like, they need a center, and they need someone else who can dribble the ball. Yeah. And they always kind of need shooting. 
I'm very excited. If I was a Raptors fan, I would be so happy right now. Plus, the saga's over, excited. and you can fully you can fully focus on basketball now, man. Scotty, franchise cornerstone. RJ, potential second cornerstone. IQ, man. This is like this is the most that I've ever enjoyed the Raptors. Agreed. Um, they just it kind of works now. The way that since, the way yeah. the roster was before just didn't work. Everyone kind of clashed and just got in each other's way and whatever. Now it's the exact opposite of that. Yeah. Where everyone is just plays off each other very easily and naturally. Yeah. Shout out Darko, man. This is like this is the kind of roster that you want your coach to grow with. Oh yeah. Well, this is the kind like, of coach. Given Nick Nurse, this roster with. would be yeah exactly. Given Nick Nurse, this Did roster would be terrorism. Of Darko? I saw that video of him. Yeah. No. After the game with, like last week, I think it was after the Lakers game where they didn't get any calls. You didn't see this? Maybe. Oh, it was amazing. He was so mad. He was like, what is this? Like, uh, I didn't know he had such a deep accent, by the way. I love his accent. He's Mm. like angry about the calls. And he's like, what is this? This is a sham. Like, it just... Like, I, if they just didn't want us to win, they should have told us so we just wouldn't have come and not waste our time, whatever. No, no, but the best part is, the best part is, then he goes, I understand that uh, they have star players, but we have star players too. Mm-hmm, Scotty Barnes, right. he's going to be face of the NBA, all-star okay. Scotty Barnes. Yeah. <laughs> he goes to the basket every time, not trying to get fouled. It was amazing. It's the exact time. Trying to play real basketball. Like. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's the exact type of energy I want young teams to have. Toronto Raptors, we are back. I'm like this side is more interesting for me, the Toronto side than the Pacers side. I think both are very interesting. Because Siakam's gonna only yeah. ever play 32 games in a Pacers uniform. 33 if you count their play and loss, but <laughs> you know what it is. <laughs> real, real, real quick, 60 seconds or less. Where does the Pacers season end? Top six. In they lose in the first. Ah, that's hard to say. They could win a series, but even I'll if they get home court, Boston. though, like there's such a top four in the East of Boston, Milwaukee, Philly, Miami. That even if you get home court, you're gonna play one of Is those. Is Miami teams. such a top four in the playoffs, dude? I'm done doubting them. Okay, as you say, like so. there's there's been nothing different, and I think that Kyle Lowry is gonna be gone. I expect a little Miami move. Like, I think the Lakers should take Kyle Lowry. That's what I've been thinking. Even though he's cooked, mm-hmm. I think literally, I think someone that's a negative on the court in every other way, except they can pass Anthony Davis the ball, is a positive. And take charges. Don't forget the charges. Yeah, but I'm just saying, I'm seeing even if he was a negative in every other aspect, oh, yeah. and all he could do was give Anthony Davis the ball. I think mm-hmm. that's a positive for the Lakers because it would be one be, player on the roster that could. I wouldn't be surprised if Heat are the Levine team if the Magic are not and Philly is not. I think Philly's going to want to want their cap space to sign Siakam outright, and that's why I'm not sure that they're the the Levine team. But yeah, I think the same thing. I think the Pacers are going to push any team to seven. I think they lose in the first round, no matter who they play. It's going seven. And part of that is yeah, because I, I don't that. think they're going to play Boston or Milwaukee. They're not going to be the seven or eight. 
So I think they're going to play the 6-3 or the 5-4. Obviously, they could be the 3 or the 4. Go 7 and lose. Like, basically exactly the Kings last year, which is pretty awesome. Halliburton, better than Fox. Siakam, equal to Sabonis. I don't know. Halliburton's pretty close to Fox. It's funny that they're this mirror image now. Right? Dynamic. Just point guard, power forward being the cores of their two teams. And they play, like, high pace all offense. This is just another one of those trades for me that I'm now realizing the Pacers always have, where it's just kind of refreshing for both teams. Yeah, I feel like that's every Pacers trade. Now that I think about it, because that was the Paul George one. Yeah, because they get Sabonis and like they look they have this new look, and then the obviously the Thunder, and then it was the other Sabonis trade where they trade him for Halliburton, and now both teams are looking the best they've looked. And then now this one where the Raptors can start new and the Pacers mm-hmm. are good. It's just every time they do something that's good for the NBA. <laughs> yeah. You got to wonder why they need so many showers, though. This team, like, this well, felt like an everything shower, especially for the Raptors and a lot for the Pacers. I'm so excited for the Pacers to, like, to no be longer fair, be in though, the middle. Yeah, to be fair, they've been very unlucky. Like the Pacers, if Victor Oladipo, if they had prime, like real Victor Oladipo with mm-hmm. Sabonis, those teams would have looked a lot different. Imagine how good yeah. they would have been if it was Oladipo, like Boyan. But at that point, I mean, Oladipo, Sabonis not Oladipo, Sabonis and Miles Turner had like the same value bordering yeah. on Miles Turner having higher value. So they would have had to trade. Yeah, that was always the conversation. Miles Turner. Gonna trade. But if they like traded Miles Turner. Trade. When he was 22 years old, like they could have had a third star, like 22 yeah. year old Miles Turner, like four or five years ago, that would have gotten. It's you, all the like, NBA talked about was trade. Yeah, not quite um, young Lonzo or young Bi, but like somebody for real, like after rookie year Kuzma or something like that, with prime uninjured Oladipo and this Sabonis, sheesh, for five years yeah, of continuity together, yeah, yeah. So hopefully this is that Pacers luck. Right, I'm betting towards unluck continues and Siakam walks. You're betting towards bad breaks can't keep happening. Yeah, I hope it does. I mean, Siakam's gonna look really cool in a Pacers uniform, and they're gonna play so much fun together. Is. Yeah, they're gonna be a lot of fun. I'm and really Pacers, excited to watch. I think the Pacers are gonna be a lot better just because they're gonna be a lot more stable. Dude, and this you know. is what's crazy is they're more suited to their play style that's already, like, the best offense in the league. Right? Like, the Pacers yep. roster makes more sense now. Like, Tyrese Halliburton was doing this with, like, no all-stars and, like, no top 35 teammates. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. They're 23-17, and 17, right? I think I so. Think. And then they just added, like, a star. All-NBA, yeah. Like, he, in a totally empty year, Siakam could be, like, a 26, like, 9 and 7 guy. Well, like, two years ago, we were saying that... He can pass, dude. He's looking like he's a borderline superstar. I thought, for the first, like, three weeks of the season last year, that he was playing, like, the best player on the champion. Like, I thought he was a top 15, top 12 guy. Yeah, no, I remember that, and I didn't disagree with you, because he did look like that. Yeah, like I don't think we're going to contest who's the real best player on the Pacers, but I think we could have two weeks where we actually discuss it. He's the type of guy that can average 
30, like I said, eight and nine, 10 and seven for a month. And if he does that on the first month while Halliburton's coming back from injury, we'll be like, oh, look out. It's Jover. They got two all NBA players. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm feeling good about it. Anything else you want to say? Um, no, I think we kind of touched everything. All right. So, well, this has been, oh, it's your outro. Go for it. <laughs> this has been The Rock is Hot, a dispatch production. I'm Kia. He's Hush. Peace. See ya.